0: You're listening
1: to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome to PCR Sports, your new Friday. uh, Friday? It's not Friday. Look, That's all I've been saying for the last five years. Your new Thursday night show uh, coming to you live from PCR Extra. Uh, As I said, we were on a Friday night. We used to be it It Could Kick Off on a Friday night. We're now PCR Sports covering all sports, local and regional in the area of Peterborough. Uh, I'm Pip, your host for tonight, and with me, as usual in the studio, Shane and Aldrin. How are you doing, gents? Good evening. I'm yeah. all right. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, yeah, good, I'm good. all right,
0: thank you. All. Good.
1: good, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, good line-up of show tonight. We're going to cover a, a bit of local news in a little while, and then we'll go on to sort of national and global stuff in general. So, um, any local that caught your eye this, this week, guys?
0: Well, I think we'll give um, poor old uh, Brown the cricketer the... Uh, yes. It's... Uh, Hailing him for being in the England squad last week and injured this week and no longer taking part. So Got it, eh? Yeah. I haven't checked the runners yet to see if they're injured, the runners I was talking about last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they are. They're hopefully, OK. Well, one of them came back from injury and ran 12, 12 marathons in 10 yeah. miles, didn't he? Yeah. Which so, is absolutely fantastic. Hopefully,
0: but I'm not a, uh, a hex on any uh, of the local sports. That's uh, <laughs> it, exactly. Are you
2: talking about a guy that went with, to South Africa with the England that's team? That's it, yeah. So, and Pat he, Brown. And considering the fact that half the England team have withdrawn through injury... This would be his ideal opportunity yeah, to realize. get in. Yeah. He could have got in, the but sp- he decided to follow the rest and come home because he's
1: injured. <laughs> yes, he's, he
2: obviously doesn't like the weather out there. Prefers British weather.
1: He's uh, actually he's, he's got a stress fracture of the lower back, and I think it's a reoccurring injury. Unfortunately, yes. Um, so it's not something that just happened. It's probably he's, he's obviously broken down again.
0: It is, uh, but on the uh, previous injury. Just uh, I didn't mention last week, but. Um, uh, it reminded me reading the report earlier t- uh, today that uh, he's statistically uh, for he's one of the best uh, T20 seam bowlers uh, that there is out there. Okay. Not just in England, but in general. So uh, he was actually going to stay on Australia and do their Big Bash Twenty competition for the T20, yeah, yeah. make some money. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's an amazing seam bowler. So, and I think. A, a back stress a stress back injury yeah uh, Anderson dealt with the uh, issues with that for quite a while and it took a long time and he's he's having to pull out again I think at the moment so he only bowled two overs the other day yeah uh, and then they they had to take him out so they obviously put a lot of stress on their back for such a small ball <laughs> it's like it's rugby or something, you know, like but temping bowls. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but it's a real shame, especially as he seems to, have, to be such a talent, and so yeah. as he's still young. Uh, a lot of the uh, players these days make their cut their teeth, if you like, in the t twenty, and the one day yeah, before we exactly. go to the big so exactly and the big bashes, and it's a, yeah. it's a real shame. I hope they get it sorted out for him.
1: No, absolutely. Um, more what? about cricket later. Anyway, once we once we go on to sort of national news anyway, but uh, something to discuss a bit later. On the subject of local cricket, however, um, Stanford School student um, Joey Everson has been selected to play for the England 19s in the World Cup in South Africa, and England have their opening game against West Indies on January 20th. So, yeah. while it's a bit of a bit gloomy for one local lad, another local lad uh, yeah is uh, doing okay. So. Good luck to good luck to Joey. What, what a great what
0: way God. to spend being at school and spending your time at school, <laughs> going, going exactly. playing for England in South Africa. Yeah, <laughs> in winter. So got the here. weather,
1: <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Like we said last week. If you, want, if you like good weather and travelling, become a cricketer. <laughs> Try your hardest to become a cricketer. I'm thinking of turning into a hedgehog because I want to hibernate. <laughs> <laughs> this,
2: this weather's doing my head in. And it's it's actually quite a
1: mild winter here, isn't it? Uh, it's it's quite wet though, isn't double it? Double degree um, um, temperature today, wasn't it? Yeah. Double, Def- sorry, double digit degrees.
0: Definitely mild, but so wet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So,
1: Right now, just continuing on the local news. Uh, Peter United um, have confirmed... Um, that they're going to try and make the loan deals for Josh Knight and Reese Brown permanent in the summer uh, they've been on loan this season um, Knight's on loan from Leicester City and Brown is on loan from Huddersfield Town and both are here obviously to the end of the season and Posh are going to try and make them permanent if they can um, I actually thought you were going to say they've decided this time
2: not to sack the manager after a <laughs> poor <laughs> of results after
1: being at the top of the table for so long that's right um, and speaking of posh, still in the current uh, window, they've uh, made a new signing, um, and it's a, a big signing by Peter United standards. Um, half a million pound for Jack Taylor from Barnet, yeah. who's a former Chelsea academy player. Um, so it's a player I think that um, that Darren Ferguson has been tracking for a while, even at his previous club. So he's obviously a fan of his, and yeah. uh, Peter managed to. To get him for half a million pounds with a fee potentially rising to a million um based on i guess appearances and achievement or whatever so
0: yeah, darren did say is one that they really wanted to get as yeah. well didn't he say
1: so. exactly so they finally got their man uh which is good and peter obviously lost uh, 4-2 in the fa cup third round away at uh premier league Burnley. Burnley? yeah didn't help they were 3-0 down after 23 minutes no. but things did improve after that and obviously they went on to get two goals uh, unfortunately Burnley scored another which made it 4-2 but uh, yeah not too bad I guess um, there was a goal from a uh, debutant uh, young 17 year old lad um, so that's uh, what, was his name? what was his name yeah Jay Jones Ricky Jade Jones 17 year old came yeah. on as a sub scored a goal and Ivan Tony who's obviously on the score, score sheet most weeks got the other goal for Posh so uh, but what was good actually that uh, over 1650 Posh fans travelled to Burnley which is quite a quite a good following, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, to yeah. travel all that way, um, posh generally do do travel in quite good numbers. Um, so well, well, well done to everyone who travelled there. Uh, next game on Saturday, home to Gillingham, back, in the, back <laughs> into the league business, and uh, posh got nothing to distract them now.
0: No, they've got to win it. Absolutely, they've got to get back on track. After uh, a great start this season, they've got to, they've got to yeah, get it back on. Exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, talking of transfers with posh and, and just generally, um, the transfer window for EFL, EFL clubs. Um, closes at eleven pm on January the thirty first, which is quite a—it's a Friday, uh, quite a late time to close because normally they close it enough in enough time for registration to go through so you can play the player the next day. If you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Normally it's like five pm so you can play them. Yeah. Because if it's normally it's normally eleven o'clock if it's a weekday if you like. Yeah. If it's a Friday getting onto the weekend it, <coughs> excuse me they normally close it early so that you can register players in time to play on the weekend but obviously. Well, here's baby? one for you. Go on.
2: Sign your player before five pm and register him before five Absolutely. pm, so he can play the next day. <laughs> Simple. Absolutely. But just, just say what the rule is. <laughs> this pl- time. Players are not just for Christmas; they're for life. <laughs> so you, he's not just needed on the following
1: Saturday. He will be there for the rest of the season. Absolutely. Hopefully. We hope. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, the other change to the rule this time is that um, certainly for let's say for EFL clubs loan players were allowed to be signed after the window closed for transfers. Right. However, now they've synchronised it so that you can only sign loan players up to the end of the window as well. So that's yeah. what it makes it tidy. It makes sense, I think, to be honest, rather than having a, mm. sort of a, a, sc- a scattered end, if you like. Um, it's nice that everything gets done in one go, really. Um, and the other thing was about free transfers. Um, there was a rule that you could do free transfers. You still can. Um, however, the rule is that... Um, if it's a free transfer, then their contract must have ended by that eleven PM deadline. Right. So you can't if someone's contract ends say on the first of February, you can't then sign them until the summer, okay. um, which is a bit of a gutter on the player because they're going to sit with their feet up, yeah. nowhere for, or they extend their current contract wherever they are f- until the summer or whatever. But
0: so does the European transfer change at the stop at the same time?
1: Um, I don't know. We'll have to have a look at that. But I believe he... it is. Yeah, because I think the thirty first is, is the general transfer but this is i think these these specific rules are more to do with the lower leagues right um okay but which which i guess obviously
0: just wondered because the summertime this year didn't did it
1: no but the leagues start different times
2: but all leagues are now actually in play aren't they so yeah. yeah so i think the january window is and they generally the most most leagues finish within a week or two of each other so you'd think that the, the, it is the january transfer window right. so it would be the january transfer window in europe yeah, cool.
1: So, okay. Yeah, no, absolutely right, absolutely right. Obviously
2: you can probably still pl- sell a player to China or somewhere else that has a window that open. Has a window because their yeah. uh, seasons are different times of the year. <laughs> yeah, yep, got it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, right. good luck to posh on Saturday against Gillingham So, yeah. uh onto rugby, Peterborough RUFC Um they lost 39-12. Um to Aundel on Saturday Aundel are high flying so it's no real surprise there but uh, it's been a disappointing start to the year um, for the rugby side and uh, the coach Phil Powell uh, a little bit frustrated when I say if we'd scored first who knows what might have happened but uh, to be fair Aundel, uh, Aundel are a very strong side and deserve to win so he's kind of confirming what they are and uh, Peter Peterborough RUFC's next fixture is at home to West Bridgeford on Saturday so, oh, hey. see what uh, what happens there.
0: Where's that?
1: I don't know where which West Bridgeford is. It's, it's, it's to the left of East Bridge. <laughs> You're a roaming person. You thought you might know where it was. Um, I don't know where Andal is, let alone. <laughs> <City> <laughs> you don't roam that side of Peter. Do I don't. I go the other side. <laughs> <yet. Sorry. laughs> yeah. Um, and the other rugby side that's uh, a bit of news Peterborough Lions. Uh, they also had a bad defeat 55 uh, 22 against Doncaster Phoenix. They were, uh, that leaves them 19 points adrift at um, of, of the top of the table, uh, or the bottom table, sorry. And they were 12 nil up at one stage in that game, but obviously Doncaster came back and, and turned it around. Um, the reason for the 19 points is that they were deducted five points at the start of the season for postponing a lot of games, and obviously that's a penalty that the league obviously throw at them for, for not fulfilling fixtures, yeah. so that's caused them bigger problems. And the next game for them is Kettering away on Saturday. So local kind of regional derby. That wouldn't be anywhere near round all, would it? It is <laughs> further, further afield. Yeah, I do know a little geography. Absolutely. Finally, covering darts, um, three times world champion Martin Orphy Adams, who plays his league darts in uh, Deeping, uh, plays with Deeping Rugby Club. Um, took part in the BDO at the weekend, uh, but lost three-two to two-time champion Scott Waits at the O2 Arena. Obviously, we talked about the BDO last week because there's been. Surely,
2: sh- surely that would have been the final because there's probably only about two people entered. it, not <laughs> it? Mean?
1: Well, advanced ticket sales have been poor, and that's why the prize money went down. Yeah. Um, and that's been partly blamed because of the change of venue. Yes. It used to be at a place called Lakeside. Yep. And it's been now moved to O2, and I think that's had a big impact on. Well, you can't
2: move it from the Lakeside. Lakeside's yeah. iconic. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you think the BDO?
1: And, you You yeah. know, but Bristow and John Lowe exactly. and people like that, and you think Lakeside. I mean, it's caused a bit of a stir at the bdo because adams now is apparently favorites to take charge of the bdo so obviously the fellow players are backing him to to, to start making
0: yeah fellow this. dart players i reckon he's, he's the one that should be taking it over from here on given they're giving their backing to yeah. him and also interestingly in the match that he lost uh he his darts were far better mm. uh, but he just couldn't finish on the night yeah. he could not finish but his numbers were incredible yeah so uh yeah it was just uh just ghost proof you got you got to finish you got to get the uh,
1: doubles done. Yeah, otherwise, that's it. Try um, <laughs> with the doubles. Did
2: did did either of you see any of the BDO matches? Oh, I haven't. Okay. Sorry, apart from that one, the the um, the. I can understand why they held it at Birmingham. If they, well, I don't know whether they they held it at Birmingham because there's no sales. Well, it was two is it? Or yeah, I'm oh, sorry. The O two, or whether they um, uh, there's no sales because it's being held there and people don't want to go. But it looked tiny. Really, they'd, they'd got screens around the um, the table sort of thing, and I was thinking, well, you know, you, you you've got about 50 people in there sort of thing compared to yeah. the uh, the other dart sort of thing, which is always packed. You know, get everybody in with a shoe on sort of thing, and with this huge arena, and that just looked like it had been screened off just for the darts, and um, there was hardly anyone there, Yeah. or hardly any room. Yeah, exactly. So. Ridiculous. Yeah,
0: ticket sales have been terrible, but you, you're right. Lakeside is just one of those places. It's almost like Wembley, isn't it? Wembley you know? darts. <laughs> it's like, it's where you go if you ever watch yeah. it. You know, ever since I was a kid, it's always been the Lakeside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we work with someone who goes regularly and says it's a great venue. Yeah. Um, but, but I'll have to ask him if he went this time. I'm yeah, we could
1: could yeah get some feedback of them if they're a regular follower darts yeah. and then go. And well, having this time. <clears throat>
2: well, the FA Cup final was moved to different stadiums while Wembley was being refurbished. Well, but only went to Millennium Stadium. Yeah, but you know that's for legitimate b- reasons because wasn't we, it? you know, everybody was
1: fine because we knew it was going back to Wembley. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But again, if this carries on, they may move it back to Lakeside. Who knows?
0: They should do. I mean, this it is it is iconic. Lakeside
1: will <laughs> want more money now, though. So, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which will then told you cause
0: bigger yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah yeah i'll have a chat with simon see if we'll yeah out to find out play. find out
1: it's uh, finally on to ice hockey uh Peterborough phantoms have mm-hmm. slumped to three defeats at the start of the year in uh, within five days lost 8-6 to telford who are top of the table um and and that was after losing 3-1 to basingstoke um and then 6-3 on against milton keynes on on new year's day oh, so cool. bad start to the year um, they did trail 6 0 at one stage against Telford, uh, but obviously ended up losing 8 6. Um, but the coach Kolikov said that uh, no doubt the Telford are the better team. They played like a number one team in the league, but I still felt their scoreline was harsh on us and it wasn't all one way traffic. Yeah, so, cool. next two fixtures for Phantoms this weekend Saturday is home to London Raiders, and on Sunday are away to Bracknell Bees. So, it's, it's Quite, I'd, uh, I think I knew it anyway, but now kind of researching into it a bit more, it astonishes me. They played two two games in a weekend. It's, yeah, I kind of knew that anyway from when I was younger and that, but I just it kind of came back to me thinking that is actually quite. It's quite a one home one eye Yeah, <laughs> as well. more
2: physical than soccer as well. Yeah, yeah. so. Well, these, <clears throat> these these you know people that complain in soccer about the fixture. Soccer. <laughs> where's where's <laughs> soccer come from? You've gone worldwide, and <laughs> it? it's called soccer now.
1: So. Football. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. On to uh, more local matters. On to more national matters. Footballing wise, um, Harry Kane out to April, P- torn hamstring. Out for the season. Then basically. Well, no, he's got to be. I back know, for I the he ing- com- European. He comes
2: back very quickly. He normally once he starts training, he's bump physically fit. Um, but, but that's for but, his ankle injuries. But which. he's yeah. But he's coming back to training in April. He's not going to be match fit. Till end of April, which is the end of the season.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah so, which right. is perfect. So, he, he gets a rest for the Euros. So he gets, he
0: gets a rest for the Euros, Euros, or is he, is he going to be fit but the, the, question, the Euros? He should is he be fit The thing is,
2: when you have a serious injury, as we've seen with a lot of people, like Bellerin, for example, the latest one, um, you come back, you go out again. Rob Holding hit his knee, he's come back, he's gone out again. Yeah. You know, he's finally coming back. When you have a bad injury... You know, it affects the rest of your body. Yeah, definitely. It puts strains on the rest of your body. So, because you're in the gym working on those a bit more than... You know, so it's quite easy for them. And your body, I think, compensates for knowing that you've had an injury. So, Uh, So, other things get pulled.
0: Yeah, I quite agree. (coughs) Uh, Bringing it back too quick, it'll probably be out of the first game of the uh, Euros.
2: I think it's quite easy. Uh, The thing is, if Southgate decides... Um, you know what that's fine we'll, we'll you know Jamie Vardy's had a great season he might want one more last tournament if Harry Kane breaks down the trouble being England's style of play if they've built it up around how you play with Harry Kane Jamie Vardy's a completely different yeah. player yeah
0: he's so. a judge replace him though from that
2: respect England don't have other strikers like Harry Kane no. the likes of Rashford and people like that are, d- are different styles so yeah
0: it's a shame don't know what we're going
2: to do there. We'll find someone.
0: Bring back Emil Hitzky,
2: I suppose. I was thinking bring back. I was, I was going further back. I was thinking Steve Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's definitely Alan more Shearer. in the hurricane. There you go. Alan Shearer will do it. Good so.
1: that. So. But yeah, so obviously, we'll see what happens with with Harry Kane uh, as he makes his co- uh, recovery and, and hopefully hopefully back. Transfer news, uh, the big stuff uh, this week. What's been happening? Let's have a quick look. Um, Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. It. It's yeah. only it's the 9th of January. News. It's actually been a quiet <clears> win.
2: <window. clears throat> um, it's, it's <clears throat> Rumours are always um, not quiet.
1: Scott Sinclair's got from Celtic press North End. In other news... <laughs> Scott Sinclair still played football.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Sinclair never played football. So he's <laughs> got His goal-scoring record for Celtic is pretty poor, I think. It's something like one in three. And for him to be playing for Celtic... To get a 1-in-3, he should be at least 1-in-2. He's not an
1: out-and-out forward, though, is he? No, but surely, you know,
2: these days, the modern-day winger is a forward. Depends on what system you play. Really? So, I'm sorry, but in Scottish football, he should be scoring, you know. I
1: think when... when How many
2: many goals... Is it Jermaine Defoe's up there?
1: Yeah, he's playing playing for um, Rangers. He is.
2: How many goals is he scoring, I wonder? Is he playing, or is he sub? I would imagine he went up there to play. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I forgot he'd gone there. So. <coughs> yeah, he's on a two-year loan deal, isn't he? I don't know if he made it permanent now. Um, he scored nineteen goals in thirty-two games. For his age, that's all right. Yeah. It's not bad at all, really. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's. Uh, Are they top of the table now? He's Thirty-seven years old. Yeah. They they would be if they win their game in hand. They're two points behind at the moment. Okay. So.
2: Never mind. He's thirty-seven years of age. How about Aaron Wilbraham? 40. 40 years of age, came off the subs bench to score an equaliser against... <laughs> Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, in the FA Cup third yeah. round. For Rochdale, yeah? So, <laughs> yes. quality story, that.
0: That is excellent, yeah. Gives yeah. Me, still gives me hope, that does. Yeah. <laughs> off the bench, save a penalty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: So, Scott Sinclair. Yeah, and then five minutes to get off the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Scott Sinclair, 40 goals in 105 appearances. Yeah. So, it's not quite a one in three, is it? That's well, it was close. One in
2: two and a half.
3: <laughs> so
2: I have high standards, so obviously I not just, in maths so <laughs> well, no, I just rounded up rather than rounded down so <laughs> rounded up as
1: high as Peter Crouch.
2: you know what you know what it's like if you like somebody, you're ra- you know you round one way and if you dislike them, you round, round the, the other yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, other sort of transfers to mention Dan- Danny Drinkwater on loan to Aston Villa. From Chelsea, but obviously via Burnley because he was on loan at Burnley. Isn't
2: his name wrong? What, judging Green. from stories about Danny Drinkwater, <laughs> yeah, lately, that's right. As why he's but, not in the squad? But, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So.
1: And uh, Rian Brewster on loan to Swansea. Uh, finally, yeah.
2: considering he chose Clubs, to go
1: there because the management team there are the team management team that play, he played for under England, in the, the, the England youth. It, it really? he, yeah, he probably so decided his game. That's why he's gone there. I thought that at first. think he surely we should have sent him to a Premier League club, but it's because. They know his game; and they'll get the best out of him.
2: Unproven mm. in Premier League level, he's not done anything True. for since t- the odd yeah. snippet he's got. I thought you was going to gonna honest, say he's not been he, he went there because of um, promises not kept by club. Uh,
0: he's had he's no. had a lot of injuries. He's had injuries, and yeah. And I think they want him to get more game time this season which to, is to help your body. Get body
1: so match to get fit, your body used to yeah. rough yeah. and tumble. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. ever since he won the, the 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 World Cup for England under seventeen, was it? I don't know, yeah, but was, the, yeah. there's quite a few players he's, that have come through.
2: He literally since came then back and he's, from there. Yeah,
1: played in a in started playing for our academy, and he busted his leg, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, and then since then he's come back, started to kind of play a bit part. He's probably playing in the academy regularly, but he's playing a bit bit part in the first team as well. Hence and then he's got sort of muscle pulls and sort of niggly injuries that you normally get when you're coming back from a. That's the point I made earlier. Yeah, So, and especially at that age, because your body's not completely fully developed. He was supposed
0: to be taking a lot more part this time round, but he's. He's been in and out with injuries all season, so I think it's a case of <laughs> sending him there, getting regular time, and like you say, mm-hmm. learn, learn, learn to take the knocks, isn't it? Speech, strength, strength, yeah. and
2: Speaking of young players on loan, see Eddie Nketiah came back to Arsenal from Leeds, yeah. unfortunately didn't play against Leeds and okay. score the winner, but apparently he might be going on loan to Nottingham Forest.
1: Why are they recording from Leeds then?
2: So or did Leeds send him back? No, I think they're recording because he's not getting enough game time.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So, so send him to a lesser so club so he gets the
2: more the game time. Lesser club. Behave. <laughs> I think you'll find we won more, more European Cups than uh, Leeds. Yes. <laughs> but the thing is, um, generally speaking, Knight and Forest play with Graben, Lewis Graben up front. Mm. And, you know, for Eddie Ketty to, to get in the side, again, I would think his yeah. chances might be limited unless they play him as a wide man. Mm. Yeah. But um, that's a, that's a strange one. Yeah, isn't it? So... If he goes there, that is. I don't see him getting much more games than he did at Leeds. Yeah. So.
1: The other notable one to mention, or one another one notable one to mention, is Jack Rodwell. Unattached. Sheffield Knight are giving him a go.
2: Yeah. I remember reading that and I was thinking, yeah, we were talking about him the other week. We were, weren't we? Yeah. In
1: other news. Jack In other Rodwell news. Play still playing football. football.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we shall see. The jury's right. still yeah. out on yeah. that one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. he's had
1: his on and off field issues. Um, was uh, an absolute sort of um hot prospect at mm-hmm. Everton. Yes. Um then went to Man City. Yeah. Um uh or did he go to Villa then Man City? No, I think he went straight to Man City. Obviously didn't really make it there. Um uh, ended up at Sunderland who then plummeted like a rock through the divisions. Um still having issues there. He was I think he mutually, mutually terminated his contract or he came to to an end and he didn't renew or whatever. Um if they probably mutually probably because of his wages I imagine and then now Sheffield United have picked him up and given him a go so I think if anyone can kind of get him on the straight and narrow and working again and kind of in that professional discipline I think Chris Wilder is probably one of the few that probably could give him a good go No, uh, yeah definitely because yeah. he, 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 he he treats his players with respect he, he kind of says it how he is he's kind of honest in his approach so I think he's he, probably a good place for Radwell to try and resurrect his career
0: they brought a few young midfield prospects through didn't they but yeah. they never, ever, none of them ever seemed to, to kick on so maybe they should have stayed at. Uh, maybe they should
1: have stayed at uh, Everton in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, see what Jack Robert does. Um, Liverpool youngster Herbie Kane. Talking about Kane earlier, he's on loan at Hull. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember him playing in the game at Aston Villa in the 5 0 defeat in the Carabao Cup. Played quite well actually. Yeah. So hopefully he'll get some game time at Hull uh, during his time there. I think that's about it. And we mentioned the Peter United, the big signing, half a million pounds. I don't know if it's Peter with record signing, is it? I don't know. We'll have
2: to. don't know, actually. Uh,
1: if it rises to a million, I'm pretty sure it will be.
2: Yeah. And, of course, the first transfer that we kind of remember or think about is Mina, Minamino. Minamino? Yeah. He's gone to Liverpool and yes. actually played for he Liverpool played already. played yeah. yeah. Everton. Yeah.
1: Played quite well, actually. Mm-hmm.
2: Fair. Yep. Looked bright. Um, well, he, he wasn't the only signing. I didn't realise you'd got Coutinho on loan. For the goal, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very continue wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so, Cutting on the right. <laughs> yeah. just, why do they always let Liverpool players duck inside on the right foot and yeah. go and into the top goal? What a goal, though! I just so.
1: when you watch the replay from behind the goal, you see that if it was an inch lower, Pickford would have had his fingertips to so it. Yeah. an inch high, would have been the yeah. hit the crossbar. Yeah, it was when it went in. Just it was it in was the space it needed to it, be.
2: Yeah. When you do the old goals, you know you practice shooting, and you just through put the, the width of the, the holes, in the, in the, yeah, yeah in the which aren't very big. It yeah. was basically he's been he's been using that, yeah, and he, that's where he hit it.
0: Something else that uh, <laughs> surprised me from some of the photographs from that uh, was just actually because he's not the tallest goalkeeper, but how high Pickford actually jumped for that? Yeah, he 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 was miles off the ground. It mm-hmm. was a massive leap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it still beat him, but it's still amazing pick how high. People can jump. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh, Cristiano like Ronaldo that, recently pictured. Us yeah. Jumping That's right. He like did the summer. basketball double kick, didn't he? In yeah. the air and just hung there for ages. Yeah. Just seemed to mm-hmm. stay there. It's definitely a technique. But Pickford jumped so high for that. It really was. So should we talk about that game for a minute? We've got
1: about three minutes before break. But yeah.
0: So it was two and a half minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> the youngsters played well. Yeah. Um, everyone says that Everton capitulated in the second half. And I think that's a bit unfair a bit on Everton. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought Everton were poor from start to finish. <laughs> no, to fair, uh, from what I saw two of three it. Up in the I, th- I thought Everton played brilliantly in the first... Well, not brilliantly, but they played well in the first half. But it, the, the, the young lads just played football and played pretty well in the first half and, and handled them OK. In the second half, the lads played like... Klopp likes his first team to play. They were hunting in packs and they were chasing down. Yeah. They did change their game plan. It wasn't just Evan, Everton, you know, suddenly being worse than they were or and, anything like that.
2: And your deliveries from out wide is again with the youngsters it's something yeah. obviously they work out at, at Liverpool quite often. I will say Everton, if we were, if we're talking about them, we <clears throat> we said you know Angelotti doesn't need to buy people because of the, he's got the players there. But t- to be fair, they're all misfits. And you yeah. can't always think that you'll turn misfits into a great team. No, no. Because so, they're still kind of like individuals. Yeah. They still have bad games. And if they all have a, a bad game, like they more or less did against Liverpool, then they'll look a very ordinary side. Yeah. So. But
0: uh, I, I, it still astounds me that Elliot is 16. I think he was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And the young right-back was fantastic. Yeah. As a, we don't need to be looking at a lot of people for... Uh, uh, cover and binding cover. I think those lads were were fine. To be honest, if they could do that regularly, but are these yeah. the
1: same lads that lost to Aston Villa? In the- no. So Aston Villa was literally like the, the youth team, the reserves to the academy. These were more right. academy level. There were there was probably two or three that were kind of <clears> the un- real under kind of eighteens, if you like. But most of them were were kind of just tapping on the door, of the first team yeah. kind of academy level. So they were the next level.
0: Up from the Aston Villa side, and is, it was it was good having a spine of uh, Adrian and Gomez and Alana yeah. and Divok even though he played on the left, he came in a lot, yeah. and I think that gave them uh, uh, something to work around. But uh, I think Chevella was, uh, was 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 brilliant, he was really really good, yeah. and I've often thought he should be getting more of a chance. Yeah, uh, so Thanks hopefully they him. will. Yeah,
1: Nathan Phillips, who was been on loan at, but uh, I think Hertha Berlin came was recalled from loan yeah but he played well he's 22 years old he played outstanding and yeah gomez yes yeah so you can uh, tell he's had first team experience elsewhere because of how composed and how yeah comfortable he looked Do you know what I mean? he wasn't kind of some of the youngsters play a little bit under mile an hour and kind of not lose their head but they just become yeah panicky and needed to, so to so settle down a bit
0: members, didn't yeah. they but he, he after the few five opening first five ten minutes he seemed to yeah. settle in so again why look elsewhere for a centre-back when we can nurture this through yeah. And you know, I don't buy buy in, bring through what you've got like you used to.
1: Hopefully, Klopp would have been surprised by some of the the youngsters and how well they cope. Okay, okay, a one-off game against your local rivals. You know, we were underdogs as such. People do lift their games, and yeah. geez, it's how often they can they do it. You know, on a regular basis, and that's that's the key thing. So, yeah, but it, it was promising. It was good, and it was nice just to be Everton. Yeah, <laughs> the main thing. So, and now Bristol City or. Uh, Shrewsbury away, I think it is. Yeah. Next round. But
0: Nico Williams and uh, Elliot on the right looked yeah. natural together. They did. They played really well together.
1: And even LaRucci came on a left back after less than 10 minutes, or six minutes, I think it was, because Milner got injured. Yeah. It's a bit of shell shock to start with. Yeah. Running, yeah. like <laughs> Rabbit headlights. But then, you know, after a while he settled and looked okay as well. Yeah. So, so the future's bright. Yeah, it is. Future's bright. Future's red. <laughs> well, that would have dropped the age.
2: By half, wouldn't it, with Milner going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly.
1: Indeed, Milner, so. Right, let's take a short break. Okay, uh, we'll back in a moment.
2: Online, around the world.
1: This is PCR. Change for Life is about real people like you and me and the changes we can all make to stay healthy, like choosing less booze. These can be simple things like not getting into a round or just having a half instead of a pint. And if you drink every day, it's a really good idea to have a couple of nights off a week. Drink can sneak up on us and increase our risk of stroke, liver and heart disease. And the calories can really add up too, which we often forget. To check your drinking and for more tips and advice on cutting down, search online for Change for Life.
0: You're listening to PCR Sports.
1: welcome back to pcr sports coming to you live from our studios here in peterborough on pcr extra uh just been talking a little about uh sort of national football news and also some of the local sporting news that we have in and around peterborough just going on back onto some national news uh cricket what a great week for england cricket team
2: <laughs> i was actually watching that yeah yeah i had monday off as well yes. so i watched it i went to play golf after a uh, after a while, sort of thing, so I missed Ben Stokes doing what Ben Stokes does, which is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. took so. some wonderful
1: catches in the slip, then yeah. obviously bowling five, out five wicket, rounder. five yeah. wicket yeah.
2: hauling the first innings for catches, and uh, which equals the record. And then he took three wickets right at the death to win it when you know they were showing a bit of stubborn resistance to South yeah. African. So, not to mention the the how he was with the bat when he came out there. Yeah, yeah. you had uh, oh, I forget his name. Was it Sibley or someone? Sibley, yeah, Dom yeah. Sibley. Yeah, who who hit and a hundred thirty eight. Yeah, something right, in like that. balls, wasn't he? Not and all um, oh, right, he might have you know been hitting the running over sort of thing, but he was the the rock that the rest of them could yeah. build around. Yeah, <laughs> and Ben Stokes did that. He just came out and st- started slaughtering the <laughs> South African bowlers. And at one point, I thought it was going to be a race to who hit the century first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, but
1: um, but it, it was it was you know pretty Stokes, good to watch. Stokes obviously newly crowned sports personality of the year as well 2019. Well,
2: living uh, up to the tag, he is.
1: isn't he? Yeah. Quite
2: often you get a sports person of the year and never see him again. Mm. Yeah, you know? he's, uh,
0: he's he's he is a bit like that Bo- both and mould where he where he's consistent, but when you need someone to dig in. And, and try and drag you out or something
2: well, he, comes on yeah, he comes in I was going to say and does it. Stephen Steven Gerrard at Liverpool example okay. you know whenever Liverpool needed something up would pop Steven Gerrard yeah, drag and, uh, along. and drag everyone along and Ben Stokes he just he's you know he's definitely the shining light yeah. that, I mean it's how it's good
1: is Stokes when you compare and say someone like a Botham for example in, in terms of English cricket games, games again
2: I, I, I hate comparisons between decades because yeah, the game's, game's different, different you know you the, the batsmen these days are um more brought up with um short over uh, short inning cricket like the T20s and everything else so you mm. you know one day internationals so it's about scoring runs quickly you know rather than being patient you know not not going for risky shots and what have you so it's mm. um it is different so um I, I don't know. I, why why would you compare and why not just say they were both brilliant? Yeah,
1: no, absolutely.
2: Makes you
0: sense. know, so. And we we were somewhat spoiled when we were kids because you had, uh, I mean, they both played for Somerset, but you had Botham and Viv, Viv Richards, yeah. who were both magnificent all-rounders. You know, it's, it's well, Botham was an all-rounder. He played football for... Well, you <laughs> had all-rounders.
1: You had, I remember, because I, I grew up watching cricket in the 80s, and you had Viv Richards, like you mentioned, Ian Botham, and you had a guy called Kapil at India. Yeah. Three, yeah. P- kind of the best three all rounders in, in the world of cricket at that time. And, yeah. And I used to love watching cricket. And, you know, even though even the test matches were, dare I say, not boring. I can't, you can't really say that. We'll come back to test matches in a moment. But it, it, it just, when England played West Indies in test matches, it used to be fantastic. Yeah. You'd, yeah. It was like a who's who of cricket. You know? <laughs> England had Botham, Gower, Gatting, Alan Lamb, Bob Willis, people yeah. like that. Um, then West Indies you mentioned Viv Richards Joel Garner yeah Dujon was, was there Lloyd, Lloyd Lloyd Clive Lloyd, Clive
0: well. Lloyd fantastic batter um, Joel Garner Ziergold, the, you mentioned him
2: uh, Holden Baptiste. yeah it, it was full just of, like, Courtney unbelievable Walsh, okay. Courtney Walsh
1: I think was he,
2: he, came late, he probably uh, yeah, yeah I thought that might be a bit later so yeah, yeah. but I remember
0: Joel Garner's deliveries yeah. he was so tall and it's just there's a, it comes at an angle which is so unnatural yeah. it's just trying to defend against it was you know yeah. It was amazing, amazing period. Yeah, yeah, it was great.
1: Kind of golden era for cricket, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and that was obviously test match cricket. Yeah. Well, no, that was how cricket was played in those. Because yeah. And, and you literally had two flavors of cricket. You had a test match and you had one days. Yeah, that was it. And mm-hmm. then now you you didn't have the twenty twenties and fifty over or wherever they'd gone.
2: Uh, and the one days weren't taken that seriously compared to the oh, test cricket. Test, cra- yeah.
1: test cricket was.
2: Yeah.
0: The thing. But you talk about both of them playing football. Steve Steve Oh, yeah. Liverpool Reserve goalkeeper and Coventry, Coventry goalkeeper. Yeah. Used to play professional cricket in the summer as a wicketkeeper.
3: Mm. Oh, did he? Yeah. F-
2: he? Uh, I think so. Just to prove that he couldn't use his hands in he, any sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He was a good keeper, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it yeah. makes sense,
1: though. You think, well, okay, yeah. If, if you've got somebody of, with the agility of a football goalkeeper, then... Why not have him as a wicket keeper? That's
2: why you look at kickers for American football, doesn't it, don't you? Yeah. So
1: Harry Kane's been touted to become mm-hmm. dunno his hamstring will hold up to that now, but oh,
2: kicker, oh yeah. You'd have thought somebody that, you know, like a Ronaldo or a Beckham sort of thing would be ideal for American football. Yeah.
1: Apparently Adama Triore, the Wolves winger, that's been a while he was at Barcelona, I think he was. Was approached by American football teams wanting to for him to go. What that wouldn't be
2: for a kicker. That would be yeah, to hit like the running back. Or something. That would be to just. Oh, <laughs> have you seen the size of him? <laughs> yeah. Wow! Uh, apparently, he doesn't go in the gym either. Do you know what? I, if oh, I oh. if I just bumped into him playing football, that would be that be <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd be out. I'd out for a season. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's ridiculous.
0: When when uh, when uh, they they American uh, players started coming over here to play our football, there was a lot of discussion about what would be the first big American star football star. Uh, would it be a striker or something like that and most people said it will probably be a goalkeeper that will make it successfully in the first division first because most of the American games are used to catching mm-hmm. so it's the most natural thing to kick a ball around with your yeah. feet they don't really do that a great deal in any of their sports no. uh, and it, it was wasn't it we had um, you could argue they still don't in, <laughs> in American soccer yeah. <laughs> but it was um, it, we had two American goalkeepers here that the first big stars the guy at Leicester was it uh, Keller Oh, I can't Casey, remember. Casey Killer, yeah, and then uh, Brad Friedel, yeah, and they were both of them. It was so it's, it worked. It was true, wasn't it? You know. So, but Agrizovic always said that he was um, he was never going to make it into like an England squad or an international squad, and he liked cricket, so he played cricket in the summer and then football in the in the winter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it suited him. So, mm-hmm.
2: I can remember that being like a school. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure you'd be out because of insurance purposes. I'm not sure your club would allow you these days. Because let's face it, one of the England cricketers is out for having a kick around. Oh yeah, football, and he's he's, yeah. he's injured.
0: And it's like the, so, B- the BBC said that um, you know it's, they were asked if they were going to revive the um, sp- uh, stars of sports, yeah, and they was like going, you can't do it anymore. Hey, we used to have Kevin Keegan when he's England's main striker mm-hmm. racing around on a bike, having an accident, grazing up his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, there'd be football clubs these days just no. like no chance. <laughs>
2: You're we, uh, not doing that. <clears throat> when I when I used to work for a, a different courier firm, we used to have um, football tournaments within against each depot. Well, they cancelled that because there was too many people injured the following week. You <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, because basically because of twisted ankles and pulls and everything, it was it was costing them too much to get. You know agency and to, to cover the roots, but yeah, so.
0: stars of sports it was called, I think, wasn't it? You used to have, yeah, Kevin Keegan, he had that, uh, Brian Jackson, the uh, the judo guy, superstar. yeah, that was it, um, uh, superstars, whatever it was, yeah. yes. And it was, uh, Barry Sheems or was doing something, and it was brilliant as a kid watching that, mm-hmm. watching all the different lead, different episodes, getting down yeah. to the final.
2: Yeah, yeah they, right. they do that when they're retired now. It's called Strictly. <laughs> and then, then you used to get yeah. footballers going on to Cracker Jack. <laughs> yeah.
1: a- to get Gunt or whatever. That must have been a, bit of a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, stick, go back to cricket, actually. We're kind of diverted. Sorry, bit. yeah. There's talk of the ICC is saying that they're going to drop test matches from five days to four days. They
2: want to. Do, how do you do that? So and not, and not get draws?
1: Well... I guess the only way you get a draw if it's rained off,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> quite often you have a lot of draws in Test match cricket. You do over five days, and it's easy to sort of like if you, if it's a little bit, oh, we might we're not going to win this, but we are capable of batting it out. Let's bore everybody and bat it out for the fifth day. Maybe
1: that's what they want
2: to get away from. I think so, but then
0: the game this week would have been a draw if it hadn't been for the the fifth, fifth day. day. So well,
2: England might have declared earlier. Maybe, but uh, I I just don't understand how you can make Test match cricket. Uh, unless you actually say it's a, you know, two hundred over per innings tops, so you can get those in in the four days. Well, there has, that has I think
1: that's what they're saying is they'll basically say that you've got a set amount of overs for day one. So day one, team A bats.
2: It's, it's normally ninety overs in a day, isn't it? Yeah, ninety six.
1: Ninety six overs in a so day. So that's what they're saying is that that will be a limited ninety six overs in day one. I guess then I, I, I need to look at in detail, but. Whether that means that once your ninety-six overs are, are done for that first day, then you don't bat again, or whether you it has, carry on, it has it like, to
2: because mm. if you've got ninety-six overs each day, that's four days. You've got four innings. Yeah. That's so therefore, it's, it's got to be yeah. ninety-six overs yeah. per day. Yeah. Uh, one innings per day. Yeah. But if you're out in one day, so
1: yeah. So what would happen if you're out within the ninety-six overs? Which can happen. It's been known to happen. Well, well,
2: yeah. Each innings is allowed to. You're allowed to bat for a maximum of ninety six overs. Yeah. So therefore, if you only bat for seventy overs, mm. the next side come in, they still do their ninety six overs. All you'd do is you'd move the finish time forward, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. So, so
1: I guess th- what they're trying, they're perhaps trying to add an element to of twenty twenty to test matches in terms of it will speed the game up, or you know, if, if 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 teams see that they're running out of overs, they might obviously start hitting the ball a bit more. And I guess they, from their perspective, they're thinking, more this can can you make the game a little bit more exciting, so to speak, because. You know, since the introduction of the 2020s and, and the things like that, it's been deemed that test match cricket is too slow because cricket's moved on at a pace mm-hmm. in terms of how quickly it turns around. Whether they're trying to speed up test matches. What, hmm. I think
2: the, what it comes down to is you have to look at the crowds. Hmm. If you're still getting huge crowds for yeah. test match cricket, yeah. why change test match cricket? Why not have it run alongside. I mean, the, you're not getting the big crowds for the FA Cup now. So do
1: you change yeah. the FA Cup in football? Yeah. So it's just you know the big crowds are different from the FA Cup because people are playing reserve reserve sides now, aren't
2: they? Well, <coughs> I'm happy watching an Arsenal reserve well, side. I love watching Liverpool, and you love watching. Know. But it wouldn't be the same for you go to watch, say Aston Villa. Mm. And no, you, and you kind of like you've got some people who you've never never heard of, and they're you know they're there to make up the numbers. I was so surprised. The oh. standards not not going to be quite the same.
0: I was surprised when I saw the. Uh,
2: I think it was but, the Fulham.
0: Well, the the Burnley uh, posh uh, match. There's hardly any Burnley fans there, really. It wasn't. It was quite. it was quite empty. Seemed on the telly. I only saw it on the telly. I didn't go. And there was another one which might have been Fulham. Did you say
2: Fulham? Who were Ful? Fulham? Fulham were playing the t- top side, weren't they? And they th- did they? Fulham played Aston Villa. Yes. Yeah. And they knocked them out. Yeah. But apparently, the you know, the it wasn't a big crowd. At no. And yet there's, you know, your chance to... Yeah. All right, they played Aston Villa last season, but um, it's still, you'd think, you know... I, I, for the top size it's not a problem because, generally speaking, if you decide, well, no, I'm not buying a ticket for the FA Cup game, I can't be asked to go and watch the reserves, there's plenty of other fans out there that will snap up those tickets. Yes. But for Fulham or, you know, Burnley, you kind of like, once that core fan base doesn't go, you're not going to get everybody else turn up to watch it.
0: It's the dream, isn't it? The dream of the, uh, when we were kids, and, and it, as much as I can remember, even now to myself personally, um, it's a, it's the dream of the FA Cup, winning the FA Cup, the, the lure of getting it. If you're not going to get anything else, getting the FA Cup. It's, it's a trophy, but it's the FA
2: Cup. I think you... And you I, used I, to see pack, grounds packed all the time. Right. Pip, can you pull up the um, winners of the FA Cup over recent years?
1: been basic clubs so so just quickly the Burnley attendance was eight thousand and forty three of which sixteen hundred and fifty nine were Peter United.
2: It's nothing, is it? Nothing but at all. I, I think the glamour goes out of the FA Cup when you kind of know who's gonna win it. And it's it's generally speaking you, you only get the top six sides, I think, winning the FA Cup. Hmm. And um it's it's not like Leicester win the Premier League. You know, I having said that Wigan did win it one season when they beat, City. beat City, yeah. You know, but yeah. it's but it's very rare that you know you knock a, a big big one of the top six or top eight sides out. Yeah, um, and it's I don't know. There is there are calls for it f- um, for example for the smaller club if they were drawn away at Liverpool for example, say Rochdale versus Liverpool or Liverpool versus Rochdale, that would be flipped. To be played at rochdale and that but they'd argue about the crowd attendance you know mm. because obviously they, they get the financial and they the, the fa would actually subsidize how much money they would have got from you know an away tie sort of thing so the money would still be because that's what people are saying you know champions league is big because of the money the premier league is big because of the money the financial incentive to get through the net each round yeah of the champions league is huge the fine the incentive to finish an extra place higher in the Premier League is huge. It could be a different player, another player yeah. for the next season. Yeah. And it's, they're saying, "Well, it's peanuts for the FA the Cup. Cup." yeah. So if great, they it. if they put a lot of money into the FA Cup, yeah, and made like I said, make the glamour like Rochdale away at Liverpool, s- switch it, and the lower league side play at home. You know, so you've got that that tricky tie for Liverpool. Yeah, you know, and all the fans get to see the players, sort of thing, and they're, they're given you know. Uh, a few extra grand from the FA since
1: since well
2: I know Arsenal have won it a few times that's not why I asked for it to be (laughs) since uh, since Wigan for example
1: we even after this is crazy I just realised how crazy it is but it's generally like that anyway so yeah so Wigan won it in 2012 2013 by beating Man City prior to that an unfancied team two thousand. 2007-2008 Two thousand seven, two thousand eight was Portsmouth. Yeah, played Cardiff in the final. Mm-hmm. So two unfancy. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, thirteen years ago.
1: So they're the two in thirteen years. The rest, other than that, it's been Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, Man City.
2: Where were the Coventry days? Yeah,
1: yeah. But you, yeah, so go, going back to Coventry and Wimbledon, Coventry eighty seven, Wimbledon eighty eight. Since since eighty eight, so so eighty nine onwards.
2: Since basically the the start of the Premier League. Well, just before actually. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's been... Everton have won it once. Um, other than that, it's, like I said, I mentioned Wigan and, and Portsmouth, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's all been top six, what you de- deem as being top six clubs. Even before Coventry and Wimbledon, in the 80s. Liverpool, Man United, Man United, Everton, Tottenham. Um, Tottenham twice, it? Yeah. Liverpool three times? You have to go back to the 70s when you had... But, Town County, there, Southampton, yeah. in there, West yeah, Ham, in there, I, I Sunderland, in there, Leeds, hmm. in there. Yeah, but I
2: don't think it's so much the winners. I think it's the fact that who they play in the final as well. And it's like recently you had Man United versus Millwall, and I think everybody put ten grand on Man United yeah, winning, winning that, oh, and well? not, yeah, and not. But the, the difference being <coughs> Arsenal Hull is the fact that they 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 were good enough. Arsenal Hull were good enough to. You know, three two to win. Time, was it? Yeah, but mm-hmm. the but the the, one the, but but the, little M- little the Millwall one—that's kind of what it is, generally speaking. These days, if one of the lower is is a hammering, yeah. even Man City versus was it Watford? Watford you know, because then they're
1: Arsenal beat us four 0 Yeah, so uh,
2: but but way back when you're talking about well Spurs won it and this that and the other. Yeah. but they probably played um, a team from mid table, for example. But that team would have given them a a bit of a go. Well,
1: it was Man City. Spurs played Man City and QPR in their two finals at the
2: start of the 80s and mm-hmm. not not necessarily big teams at the time but, but yeah so like crystal palace finals crystal palace yeah. Man united
1: that was yeah that was in 1989 1990 where yeah
2: 3-3 in yeah. the first game and 1-0 to united in the second mm-hmm. game you kind of like you the it's it's hard to say where the where the excitement's gone out of it because games like that was immense to watch. The future stars, you know, suddenly arriving. But you've kind of got um, that excitement gone because it's either you get two top sides now and they're like, oh, we're not going to risk losing, we're not going to risk losing. Mm. Or you get a side against a Whipping Boy and it's 6-0. Yeah. Or, you know, it's kind of like... But
1: then uh, Watford, their last appearance obviously against Everton, also in the 80s. Um, they won it. They they know they lost 2-0 didn't oh, did they? Oh did they? But again it wasn't a battering they lost. Everton won 2-0 so Watford lost, okay, they lost yeah. 2-0. Yeah. So when Andy Gray had it, headed it out Steve Shuttle that's right yeah. but I think it's because Man City are exceptional. You would normally you wouldn't think 6-0 for two Premier League sides. It, that is that is an unusual scoreline isn't it for a cup final. I think City just completely were on game and Watford just Well Watford won't.
2: Watford obviously had their uh, pinnacle in the semi. Final, hmm. because they they you know it's, it's yeah it was a great game it was it, it was, was a great game against was that against Wolves yes yeah because hmm. people were saying well that's it now Wolves yeah. would have stood a better chance against Man City yeah. in the final it's all over hmm. again you go put ten grand on Man City winning it and uh, probably get a couple of hundred quid back yeah you know but um, but it was practically as sure thing as you could get in football yeah absolutely you know but where's it's just. The romance seems to have gone a little. But having said that, sat there watching Arsenal versus Leeds on Monday night, tense. You know, maybe for, not for other fans around the world, uh, you know, sort of thing. Leeds were exceptional, They first half. First half, yeah. And I, I was thinking, you, you've got to score. If, if Arsenal keep a clean sheet, you're going out. Because I'm expecting Arteta to have a word at half time he did didn't he and apparently he did. as well and it was it was like you know it was like the Leeds players had actually put red shirts on and come out and done the same things they the half <laughs> so um it was uh,
0: they they said uh,
2: you could hear arteta shouting all down the corridor right so which is good that shows you know that and if the players responded yeah that's the, that's the main thing i mean they've had a they had a poor half against chelsea they've had a poor half against leeds um they more or less had two good halves against man united but faded hmm. uh with tiredness and everything so i'm thinking if they can get across the fact that do it for 90 minutes rather than 45 and don't um don't underestimate who they're playing then they'll be fine
1: yeah to yeah. do quite well i think if they come not i think they seem p- to be p- now playing the way they yeah. we but west brom are kind of running away with it but,
2: but what it, what is it that most yeah. most pundits say when they're watching teams on match of the day or Sky Sports or something it's like when a team come up it's like where's their 20 goal a season striker yeah you know and this is this is the Premier League you get punished for making mistakes mm. you know yeah. not taking your chances yeah and Leeds were you know that's what happened yeah you know so it's that's what you you have well, to make a, sure
1: you've got a 20 goal a striker in the championship but he isn't quite good enough for the Premier League he doesn't make the step up
2: mm-hmm. and I don't think Leeds have a 20 goal a season striker so they have actually they only have Bamford at the moment, mm. and um, and he's taken the other guy back off of them. <laughs> wow, <well>, and he's <laughs> he's not um, twenty goals a season striker. Yeah. So so you got to think: well, are they going to chip in from the wingers? Mm. And the wingers don't really chip in that many goals, sort yeah. of thing. And you think about well, they're good at the back as well. And they say, but you've got the other thing of like we keep mentioning Monaco, when Monaco Monaco got promoted and won the the league, they they were stripped. So, you're kind of thinking, well, they're already talking about people trying to buy Ben White, yeah. the centre half of Leeds. You know? So, yeah. that's the trouble with the FA Cup. If you do really well in the limelight, people will take notice. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: a, Yeah, exactly. So, know?
0: looking at the championship, talk about some of those teams. Forest,
2: fourth place. With the game in hand.
0: Yeah. Uh, 43 points. Still knocking on the door. That's not they that's they could right.
2: catch Leeds quite easy, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: Last two seasons, Derby have been incredibly unlucky not to get automatic promotion or promotion
2: at all. Is that a big grin on my face? Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this season, Derby, with relatively the same team, though some Different of the lone players are missing from last year.
1: Oh, missing Harry Wilson, <laughs> <laughs> missing Mason, Mason Mount. Mount, and
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, generally playing in the top half of the. Yeah. But they have gained Wayne Rooney.
3: Yeah.
2: They are. And apparently, he played. Yeah, but for one game so far, yeah. and apparently yeah. he played quite well. He's uh, they're seventeenth,
0: yeah. 30, thirty-three points. So they yeah. are twenty points behind the leaders. So, but again, it's, it's,
1: it's power of the manager as well. You, to be fair, Frank Lampard seems to be turning into or he's a good manager because he's clearly stretched Derby, and to be fair, he's probably stretching Chelsea, isn't he? In terms of they've had they've had the, signed players, yeah. they've lost the Hazard and yet he's maintaining and you know, knocking on the door i off. always said that i didn't hmm. think that Place.
2: would be a great loss losing hazard especially with hudson adoy about hmm. and that was proven because he scored against Nottingham forest yes. <laughs> but um philip Koku, i don't know his track record it's you know he's he's another one it's just, again one of these appointments where you kind of think is it the right man for the job you know is it signed a name you, rather than you would you be following Same style of football, thinking that you know he's Dutch, sort of thing, you'd follow the way that Frank Lampard had set him out. But you've also got to think, taking uh, but getting so close for a year or two probably takes a lot out of players. There's quite a few championship sides, I mean, you guys probably wouldn't notice because you're just Liverpool and you don't look at the championship that often. (laughs) But, But quite often, a team can get so close for a couple of years in the championship and it drains the players so much and drains the belief out of them that they can end up as Derby are, in 17th place. But just, just they don't have that in them. Yeah. They don't have the effort or they don't have the belief week in, week out to get them up there. And you, you lose a couple of games in the Championship and you think, oh, we're not going to do it. And to be fair, every team in the Championship loses a couple of games. But if you've been there and not made it, it yeah. can have that psychological effect yeah. that you suddenly... And in the Championship, you have to be, even more than in the Premier League, you have to be on your game every single second. Yeah. because it is so competitive from top to bottom well generally speaking so no, it
0: is yeah um we've, we've seen in, in recent years how quickly a bad run can turn into a good run and you're suddenly straight back into it you know when so you've,
2: you've only got if you think of, of a confidence factor how many teams have not even bothered waving at the championship when they've come down from the Premier League they come't basically straight down at league one yeah yeah you know without stopping you know uh, so and it but it something that does interest
0: me as well or intrigue me is it's the same rules for every, every division uh, but the the lower leagues the Championship League 1 uh, is a lot more physically demanding than the Premier League mm-hmm. but it's the same it's the same game on the same pitch with the same ball and the yeah. same rules mm-hmm. It just seems, and the
2: same referees most of the time mm mm-hmm don't understand well, it it's, it's a worldwide game but what you get away with in this country you can't get away with in the Champions League like yeah, some of the time yeah, yeah. so it's you yeah, know absolutely. but the lower
0: leagues it really is get stuck in and you know it's a lot more physical mm-hmm. try any of that in the Premier League oh, some
2: of the tackles that went in, in the champ, uh, in the Championship would have been you know red carded in the Premier League yeah so it's just, it's just one of those things. And you don't get a lot of player wave carding either. You don't get time you don't to do that. Do that. <laughs> well, you, you probably get your own players nut you for doing that. <laughs> i never their position. So.
1: Right, let's take another short break and then we'll be into the final home straight.
2: Broadcasting live and local from Peterborough. This is P-C-R. That Change for Life is all about small changes to help make us and our families healthier.
0: You're
1: listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to PCR uh, Sports. I forgot where I was for a minute. (laughs) PCR Sports, this is coming to you live on pcrextra.co.uk. It's Pip, Shane and Aldrin in the studio tonight with you. Just been talking about a variety of sports in the last hour or so and then now now into the last half an hour. um, Just looking ahead to the fixtures in football this weekend um right um, starting from i'm pretty sure
2: yeah uh, i can understand why you're forgetting where you are you can't even remember what day it
1: is <laughs> 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 I guess it takes, 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 i'm used to this I
2: after last week's show and uh because i was thinking well that didn't seem like a week when we turned up last week I mean, yeah because it were not it, it was six days That's yeah right. and um but then i had to go to work the following day and it's just mm-hmm. like it just going home and everything else everything felt really strange yeah i, I, so. I think
1: it's obviously it's good what we're doing we, we've got a longer show we've got more variety in the show and, and we're on a thursday night now but friday nights it kind of well, the good thing for me is it, it kind of gives you back your social life to a certain degree because <laughs> you're going to have things happening and they're going to be friday or saturday night type thing aren't they and yeah and it's just that last day coming home from work and you can just feet up and relax rather than coming via here sort of thing so but no it's good whatever is happening is good so um right quickly premier league fixtures starting tomorrow evening first game Sheffield united against west ham united cool. yeah uh, jack rodwell yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> can you imagine that <laughs> west ham obviously we newly appointed david Moyes um could be on a bit of a bounce back i guess new manager syndrome oh. however Sheffield united at home are a uh, uh, force to be reckoned with
2: um mm. forced to be reckoned with one of the hot properties of last season when we were talking about transfers we didn't mention it uh, Fernandes everybody seemed to be after Fernandes
1: Fernandes from from Benfica yeah um, haven't
2: West Ham now signed him, him on, on loan, loan. Yeah. Today. so what a coup for West Ham I
1: know Crikey David Moyes effect
2: yeah so, who <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Fernandes was a big fan of his yeah that's it yeah so but, um, but that's that's incredible it just goes to show you sometimes that a lot of the time it's paper talk and agent talk so because if the player's suddenly gone to West Ham on loan you're kind of thinking, well, were these big clubs really brilliant. interested in him, you know, for that amount of money? But well, that's a different well, player, isn't it? You're talking about two,
1: the, the 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 one that's really been linked with all of these is Bruno Fernandes from oh, is that, Porto. You sh- are you sure? Yes, this is Gelson Fernandes from Benfica. Well, I've I've it's heard his name. Fernandes. No, I've heard his name being linked quite quite a bit as well. Maybe it is maybe so. Perhaps there are two different players linked with different sets of clubs, mm-hmm. and it might be that the one you're talking about also has been linked to um, other. But I've not,
2: I've been watching the transfer news for the last month, sort of thing, mm. and um, and it seems you know he he has been linked and again in the summer, yeah, you know because that confused me in the summer because there were two two Fernandeses, yeah, and um, and I'm like really and um, but
1: it's it's you know that's a good first signing for him. They're also trying to get um, goalkeeper Darren Randolph back from Middlesbrough, right, for four million quid. Mm-hmm. the West Ham are in a bit of a nightmare with goalkeepers this year.
0: So, interesting or unusual uh, transfers. Uh, Liverpool sign, uh, transferring uh, Alan Rodriguez. Yes. He's, a
1: pl- He's not played a single game because of work permit.
0: Yeah, there's a year. player that loads of clubs in Europe were after. Uh, Man City and Chelsea were after him, apparently. He signed to Liverpool. <laughs> Four years ago,
1: <laughs> half a million quid. Yeah. From which nationality? He's Brazilian. He's Brazilian, and
0: they couldn't get a work permit, work permit so for he's been him.
1: Been on loan throughout Europe. He's been on about six loans.
0: Finland, Belgium, yeah, yeah. Stuttgart. So no, that's yeah. right. But well,
1: we, we, we finally sold him back Chelsea. to um, a Brazilian club today for three point two million.
0: Okay. Yeah, we made two point five
1: million. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so the Mike Edwards effect. The Mike effect. That's effect, that's
0: effect that's yeah.
2: Two point five million for four years of coaching. You know, <laughs> is so yeah. you know, I isn't it? I'm not going to
1: school at Liverpool. No, <laughs> no. He may have earned that. Would he have earned that much depends on what he was on.
0: But he was hot property at yeah. like Everyone was he trying to sign he's a good him. player,
1: but uh, he just can't he, for whatever reason the won't grant him a work permit. So Department of Trade. Or whatever so I don't Because
2: I I don't understand what criteria you have to. To meet because they obviously have
1: to be um regulars in the national team to understand a good chance of
2: well i have to question the arsenal player who martinelli martinez martinelli
1: right he's a Brazilian. Isn't
2: he? he's a brazilian so he's what 18 years of age
1: has he got some other like, I'm pretty passport su- i do don't a passport, know that's what i'm
2: saying I've, i'd have to question you have to question why man united were allowed to get away with the twins because hmm. they Gary, Gary Neville, are yeah. like a Phil and Neville. <laughs> yeah. Gary Neville, Phil and Gary, they should never have been allowed to play football or <laughs> yeah. commentate or manage. But <laughs> well, definitely in Gary's case, so um, and if, they're, if they're not going to commentate, can they take Carriga with them, please? So, um,
1: just about the Spanish, uh, the Brazilian, oh, the Brazilians the twins at the twins back, Brazilian. yeah. Uh, Anderson's that's Raphael and I forgot the other one's name. Forget the I embassy. know you mean though yeah curly the, head guys
2: that, well originally it was um, it was canned wasn't it the um, the transfer and then they appealed and somehow you know probably because the lawyers flexed their muscles they allowed him to get a work permit mm. but I'd, you know surely if originally you'd, you know there is a criteria if you don't meet that criteria never mind the back door it should be no yeah yeah. And um, let them go to Spain or whatever, and then just buy them later if they if
1: they progress. So
2: mm. you, you might have not bothered buying them. At yeah. in in that
1: case. Um, <laughs> so strange transfers, or slightly strange transfers. Um, Ashley Young, mm, yeah, captain, is turned down in a contract extension at the age of 34-35 at United. Yeah, and looks to be sign- going heading to Inter Milan in the summer. Hang on. In other news, Ashley yeah, Young. Still yeah. there. <laughs> oh.
2: I know, and I find that that's got to be one of the bizarrest. Because um, Inter Milan are Italian, so generally speaking, they're sure, older
1: players, aren't they?
2: Surely you'd think that you know an Italian side would want a defender that knows how to defend.
1: He's probably so not, I'm play, play, he's he's not a defender by trade, though, is he? He's no,
2: a I'm assuming that United
1: have been playing him as a. Well,
2: I'm assuming that they're, they're gonna do, they're gonna buy him for his set pieces and his uh, wing ability. Yeah, but cool. surely at his age, he's not like he's gonna go sprinting past people no, so he much won't. these days.
0: It's a slower league, Um, though.
2: He's got to be one of the most booed players in English
1: football. Why? Uh, Because he's had a history of diving and getting other players into trouble. Even a bird dropped in his mouth, didn't he, a few years ago, remember? So No. He was playing football and there was a video of him. He, he, He kind of spat out and then a moment later something went into his mouth and... Apparently, a bird had done a dropping while it was <laughs> in mouth. See, the mouth. So the bird has the same opinion as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, Inter Milan are also saying they're interested in uh, Arturo Vidal from Barcelona. Co- continuing on the theme of young players. <laughs> well, I, I, I bring you, I bring
2: you back to a
0: players for uh, the future. <laughs> yeah, I, I bring you back to a
2: story I mentioned at the start of the season. Then are they going to sign Carlos Valderrama? Then? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So fifty-year-old is he or yeah. something? yeah, So. I might actually see bring, if, I can, find my yeah, see if I can find my football boots. Bring back every time. Yeah, we am going to see if I can find my football boots pop over. Yeah. yeah so. Might be
1: some luck for us. So if you're listening into Milan, get in touch. Yeah. Actually, you can get in touch through our socials. Get yeah. in touch uh, on Sports PCR on Twitter. link
2: there. Right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> <it on> the <laughs> at
1: SportsPCR on Twitter. And search for PCR Sports on Facebook. We've got a like page on there. Yeah. Um, I'm, so
2: I'm pretty sure Pip would be happy to sit there on the bench for ten grand a week.
1: Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do my Jan Mulby, centre yeah. circle? Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Um, anyway, I completely lost the thread of what we're talking about. We're talking about fixtures,
0: weren't we? Yeah, fixtures. Yeah, Sheffield United, West Ham. Just, I had a lovely story today about Moisey. Go on. When uh, he got the sack from uh, Manchester United.
2: I thought you were going to say most
0: haven't When he got the sack from Manchester United A statue Of uh, um, David Moyes in the position of Bill Shankly was put outside Anfield, with a Liverpool scarf on it and a little plaque at the bottom that said "To the Services for Services of Liverpool Football Club." Sp- <laughs> Which, speak- speaking I, know, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Speaking
2: sorry. Of, sorry. Speaking of statues, <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic had a statue outside Malmö Stadium where he, you know, made his name, but apparently um, he played for the rivals or something. A year or a few years back, um, so they've actually um, sawn it off at the ankles. I think <laughs> so the time's come down, hasn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah, so uh, he's been vandalised. <laughs> <So laughs> I think Cristiano Ronaldo's statue's safe, isn't it? Because it doesn't look like it. It's, <laughs> in, it's, in, it's in, in his own museum. Yeah. at yeah. his place, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're saying Sheffield United should win that, shouldn't they, tomorrow? Or I don't know. West Ham are doing wonders lately. Have they? Since Moyes has taken over. we well, only taken over about a week ago. Yeah, he's won the FA Cup game. <laughs> so didn't they, did they do beat? quite I think who did they beat? Didn't they beat somebody in the Premier League and then he beat a team in the comfortably when you think all oh, West Ham may be in a bit of trouble. Um I don't I don't recall. Um so you never know. You never know. Could and Sheffield United, you kind of think Again, like we said about how tough the championship is. Yeah, Gillingham away way 2 nil. Okay, you kind of think um, that, you know, the way Sheffield United play, it'd be pretty hard to keep that sort of intensity up all season. So we'll
0: uh, see. It'd be, it'd be
1: yeah. an interesting one. That could be a good battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They beat Bournemouth 4 nil in the league game before that. What, West Ham? Yeah. Yeah, see, I thought they had a good... Yeah, I don't know what kind of test that really is, because Bournemouth... Bournemouth, probably... <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it's I hope Bournemouth continue playing, that for another month. Playing injured players at the yeah, moment. Yeah. yeah, I hope they continue their rotten form yeah. for another month because Arsenal got them away in the FA Cup. <laughs> then on
1: to Saturday lunchtime kickoff, London derby,
2: Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. Speaking of the Devils, <laughs> <no. Yeah. laughs> no, that's Man United. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Crystal Palace and Zaha are always a handful. Yeah. But I think if Arsenal, you'll ask every Arsenal fan now, they'd be optimistic of winning every single game now between now and the end of the season but they have to play mm-hmm. for 90 minutes and not 45 it's all well and good playing for 45 minutes but if you're 2-0 yeah. down there's no guarantee that you get those two goals
1: no. so uh, Zaha's, um has hired Pini Zahavi hasn't he super agent to try and get him out of Crystal Palace has he and I think Bayern Munich have put an offering to loan him or something and yeah. Palace have turned it down
2: well Crystal Palace have said we want X amount of money if you're not prepared to come up with X amount of money yeah. he's not going anywhere
1: he wants to go to a Champions League club I don't think any Champions League clubs in this country are now interested. Chelsea may have been a while ago. But Chelsea are now. I don't think he's... For that style for that money. Of the, or that money. And I'm not convinced that Lampard wants that style anymore.
2: I'm surprised Arsenal aren't in for him. Arsenal can't afford him. They try to sign him in the summer. Yeah. And yeah. in Pepe the end, instead. they used the same money over three years for to Pepe. buy Pepe. Right. So uh, Crystal Palace wanted the money then. Yeah. However, I don't understand... I think it would have been a good deal for both clubs if they'd have done the same structured deal because Crystal Palace did not go out and spend huge amounts of money and I don't think they would have done if they'd have got rid of Zaha. However, having said that, would they be in the same position in the table yeah. without him? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not always about the money. It's about... What, the value of that player to the team? The value of that player to the team yeah. and where they finish at the end of the season. Which makes a difference because, with the money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they if they get relegated, then... With selling Zaha, then that that would have been yeah. such a that money would have been just gone, you know. But in
1: the, what I can't understand is in this day and age of where money's is a wash in the Premier League, why are clubs still struggling to spend money? If you know what I mean? Now, and I'm not I'm talking about grotesque amounts of money, but you know why are clubs? You know why? Where is the money going?
2: Yeah, I mean if you're suddenly saying Arsenal, one of the top yeah. six, can't spend seventy million on zaha yeah probably because because if they had spent 70 million on zaha that would have been it they wouldn't have been out to sign anybody else because yeah. their transfer budget was probably 60 to 70 million yeah um well basically because not everybody's bankrolled by a shake and you no, have to, and, with, and with financial fair play you kind of limited mm-hmm. you know i know liverpool has probably spent the most outside of you know the the one or You'd two clubs that I have think actually splashed money. I think, I think
1: the, s- the last five years, the top selling, top buying clubs have been City, United, and Chelsea. Everton and Everton. Yeah, mm-hmm. Liverpool are after that. Mm-hmm.
2: But we. But you've spent a lot in what you put all your eggs in one basket. No, what we've lot, done so. is
1: we've we've kind of cycled money. So mm. we've sold a lot of players yes. for a good value. Or Coutinho, for and example. then yeah, yeah. And, and then even some of the bit part players, we've got good money for them and re- reinvested the money we've got in. So well, well
2: apparently Arsenal was sending about twelve players out on loan in January. Some of the youngsters would be in there. So, um, unfortunately not Shaka, but uh, Hmm. maybe Mustafi. So, that would be interesting. And trying to sign players in, you know, on loan. They were linked with uh, Rabiot at one point. They were linked with the loan move for a defender, but I can't remember who it was. trying to go Prince Boateng for
1: Bayern Munich,
2: aren't you? No, not Prince Boateng. Jerome Boateng, is it? Jerome Boateng, yeah. Who was one of the main reasons Germany was so poor at the last... (laughs) He'll
1: fit in. in, in perfectly alongside David Luiz, yeah. would not he? Oh, <laughs> he's
2: like a step up from Mustafi, but that's it. When I watched him, uh, when I saw he, he, he linked with Boateng, I, I just kind of like, oh, we're trying to get rid of Mustafi. We don't want to bring in another one, you know. And it, to, be that's, fair, that's that's to be level fair, you're if you around, have aren't you? if you have one bad tournament, doesn't make you a bad player. You could have just had a mm. bad day or a bad bad yeah. couple of weeks. But he just looks clumsy.
1: I mean, part of the, I think and the fact that Bayern Munich went backwards in the last couple of years is probably down to the fact they've got an ageing squad and yeah. he's part of that, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, But the the player that though there's uh, some Premier League clubs being linked with Samuel Lutiti from uh, Barcelona. Yeah. And Arsenal I was like, are Arsenal, should, Arsenal are one of them. And, uh, are they all or not? Yes. Yeah and I was thinking well they should have bought him in the summer I was screaming out for him to buy him in the summer they like said the funds weren't there but out, he you know, spending money no on they could well. because he's he's not be, he's only 26 as well how much is he up for i don't it's not a lot because barcelona want to get rid of a lot of players mm. they wanted to get rid of him in the summer but he refused to go anywhere mm. but i'm sure if the right offer had come around he'd have gone yeah. you know so and arsenal were actually a um, nice shiny apple at the time you know two months ago, you wouldn't have been able to buy anybody from League One, let alone <laughs> <laughs> Terminal Titi. Yeah. So, but there's... I don't understand because there was two players that I thought Arsenal should have gone for. Umtiti and Regani, the Juventus both player. Available. Are both available. You bring in those two centre-backs would have been probably ideal. Hmm. You know, Bertang might end up being what Arsenal need. Big, strong physical presence at the back. I'm you sorry. know, slightly slightly better than Socrates sort of thing. So... But you kind of tsh, you buy somebody English with a bit of pace, you know, like Ben White or something. You know, it's just at Leeds. <laughs> I, you
0: know? I I actually quite like uh, Socrates. What was his name? Was Tree, so, it Socrates? Socrates. Socrates. I Socrates. You like him? Uh, I, yeah, he's he's Greek, hein, he So, so. <laughs> you, you're,
2: you're, you're kind of half Greek anyway. But he's. Uh, I'd like him, but uh, I don't think he's. I think he's a pretty good number three or four at Arsenal, but he's. If we want to be Champions League footballers, we can't play Socrates. Mm. So,
0: but it was uh, the way he celebrated a tackle the other day when
2: he was playing right back.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he he celebrated a tackle, and it's almost like he's celebrating scoring a goal, like he scored a goal, doing something that as a defender should be second nature and you should just do anyway. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's it's that newfound (laughs)
2: enthusiasm through the entire Arsenal squad. I, Uh, I, I actually saw Ozil sprint. And he he ended up in his own penalty he's area. He's getting a bit of a revival now, isn't he? He got into his own penalty area, chasing back, and just like our team, Arteta's a genius. Already, <laughs> you yeah. know, just you know, yeah. I, I'm very quickly coming around to cool. Arteta. Right, so. we're gonna move on. So, in terms of a football match, Crystal Palace Arsenal. I, I what do you think basically from past results, um, I would be saying Arsenal every time now. Yeah.
1: So at and, least draw them. and yeah. So mm-hmm. probably Chelsea Burnley at three o'clock. Chelsea, be oh far, Burnley, though. Burnley are poor at the moment. They are; oh, they they're really yeah, off so. form. Apart from winning, play Peter They, they go through oh. the thing
2: with Burnley and Bournemouth is they both have phases where they go on winning streaks, yeah. and uh, which is enough points to keep them in mid table yeah. to, to just outside the Europeans, yeah, or in the Europeans in Burnley's case. Yeah. So
1: could probably include the likes of Southampton and West Ham in that equation as well, can't you? Really?
2: Well, Southampton flirt with danger mm. too often, don't yeah. they? Since too much selling of their players so, so.
1: next one Everton Brighton Everton again apart from when they played Liverpool in the FA Cup there's another well,
2: player being linked with the move away Glenn Murray Brighton striker has he moving to where uh, well, he's been linked with a couple of championship clubs including Nottingham Forest Okay. So, but um, yeah he's, he could be on his way out okay.
0: now you see this is going to be a big one I think uh, Ancelotti has got to make a comeback from losing to Liverpool's reserves Um. I've Brighton, got... it, Brighton, uh, the the players themselves may have actually taken a bit of a psychological battering from that, yeah. and it could give Brighton a go uh, a feeling yeah, of confidence going there. Why they why they're unsettled? Let's attack them. But it's mm.
2: also what Ancelotti's come out and said after the Liverpool game, isn't it? So you kind of like, you know, if you're an Everton player, you are kind of thinking, well oh, that's not very nice, mm. you know. So would you be playing for the manager? You know.
1: So I think a lot of them won't be playing for the manager much longer. I think ship them out. Right. Mm. Um, Leicester against Southampton, three o'clock kick off. Fancy Leicester for that one, you really? I would say. Not
2: if they play that again. Uh, this is where I question Brendan Rodgers. For some strange reason, playing at home
1: in the Carabao Cup, he went to a back three, and knowing they'd battered Villa up, away in the league a few weeks before.
2: I just don't understand why he doesn't. You know, it, it just seemed wrong to me, and it just they didn't look like they'd played this system all the time mm. and knew how to play it. Mm. And players were getting isolated. I just this is why I think Rodgers didn't quite win the. The title, because of you know, sometimes he tries to be too clever, mm. and um, he should have just stuck to the basics. It worked for Ranieri,
1: yep. You know, very much so. So, uh, Man United, Norwich at three o'clock as well.
2: That would be that's an interesting one. It isn't, is, isn't it? it? You don't mm. know.
1: Mm. I if if Ole
2: Gunnar Solskjaer is the manager of Man United at the start of next season, um, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this show for free. <laughs> 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 all right then.
0: <laughs> so okay, I'll do it anyway. I don't know, but uh, depend. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those games where it's depend for both sides. It's depending which team turns up. Yeah, isn't it?
2: Norwich have become a little bit more uh, cautious. Mm. yep Um, but um, I, th- I just think that they can open if they go for it. They can open Man United up, yep. especially with Maguire not playing for yeah. all,
1: a few weeks. Well, if they play like they did in the opening game at Anfield with that sort of enthusiasm, oh, they'll rip them apart. Yeah. But it's,
2: whether Man U's front three can do the same. same yeah, mm. that's all
1: right.
0: And you talk about championship strikers. Can they? Can they do it in the Premier League? I'm really impressed by uh, Puk- Puky. Puky, Puky. Puky. Yeah. I really am. He, really.
2: he generally speaking, um, he's one of these guys that, um, if you've ever seen the film um, Suicide Squad, where Will Smith can hit a bullet from anywhere <laughs> yeah. um, off ricochets. That's what Pookie can do. He's <laughs> kind of like he'll have a
1: shot and yeah. it will hit a seagull and come down and go he's in. <laughs> he's twenty nine years of age, but I think he was a bit younger. I think there'd be a lot of clubs after him. And oh, con- definitely. And
2: congratulations to him because he'll be playing in the Euros
1: because his team finish, finish, isn't he? Yes, yeah. qualified. So, well played. But he's got. Assume he gets selected.
0: He's got a great tenacity. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great tenacity about him. He doesn't give up a chase on anything. No, and he's always willing to try a shot or a pass. He's got yeah.
1: that kind of swashbuckling kind of yeah. attitude, doesn't he? Yeah, he never gives up. Yeah,
2: he's and, a bit. And, of, and the Norwich players play for each other.
0: Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a bit Vardy. Just keep going and keep having battering, doesn't he? And yeah. he's he's been closed out of a few games, but apparently been carrying knocks in quite a few of those yeah. as well. Yeah. But I really like him. Having uh, said
2: that, Man have had a couple of bad results lately, haven't they? And I think when it comes to stuff like that, Oli Solskjaer has been going throughout the season having uh, a few bad results and then picking up a win and everybody seems to forget about the. it mm-hmm. So the timing could be there for another Man United yeah.
1: win. Uh, next game, Wolverhampton, Wanderers against Newcastle United. You, well, Newcastle, were, yeah. Again, Newcastle on their day can beat someone. On, mm-hmm. If they're dreadful, they're well, it's
2: nice up. that Almiron's starting to score goals at la- long yeah. last. So, but they need more than that. So, and Dwight Gayles, I think, back in the fold, isn't he? Joe Linton's so, scored recently as well. Yeah. So, but I, th- I think Wolves are too strong for Newcastle. Yeah.
0: Going the best celebration of the uh, goal celebration of the season, going over and hugging the young fan when he finally scored his first yeah, yeah. goal. Of uh, that was just brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Screaming at each yeah. other. <laughs> and,
2: then, and then turning around to the referee, lifting a yellow card. Yeah, for taking his shirt yeah. off. God. <laughs> uh,
1: evening kickoff: Tottenham versus Liverpool. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably be in bed. What, 5.30? Well, they'll
2: send me to sleep.
0: <laughs> you see, I'm worried about that game. <coughs> I'm very, very worried about that. I know they've got injuries, but so have we, and it's one of those...
2: Well, Tottenham, you know, last time they lost Harry Kane for a while, went on a great winning run. Yeah, they played um, really well. Mora was playing up front, and yeah. they you know, utilised that pace sort of thing. Well, he played up front in midfield and, and the FA Cup, and he Yes, yeah. And
0: Song worries me.
1: With a Harry Kane-style goal, yeah.
0: And Song worries me. He always worries you. Yeah. So he's, he's he's one of those guys I was rather would would rather was on my side. But the right.
2: thing is the Jose Mourinho um influence was great for a start and it's kind of waned off again a bit like it did at Man United. So yeah. um and it's kind of are the players fully behind
1: him. You know, imagine so. they uh, um I mean they have got injuries have not they? They've got yeah. Norris is out, Ndombele's out, Harry Kane as we mentioned is out. I think Danny Rose is out. Um, well that's better for Tottenham on the day than it will be <laughs> and a couple of others I can't defender. remember top of
2: my head as well they're yeah. also out, so um but they've still got enough to you know well they're looking at rebuilding their midfield aren't they yeah, as well exactly
1: so on Sunday uh, Bournemouth versus Watford 0-0 I think Watford might win that so they're having a real I resurgence recently, they are yeah.
2: under Mr Pearson Yeah. so he's doing a good job like I said Watford for the title next yeah, year
0: yeah they, they'll definitely put a fiver on that next absolutely, year absolutely yeah
2: my fiver <laughs> <laughs> can, um, can you lend me a dinner awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. um aston villa man city the the game on sunday
2: uh i was impressed with villa against leicester but i think that was partly down to leicester yeah um but i you generally still think that when you pick a game featuring liverpool and man city you always there are a few surprises here and there but you generally pick liverpool and man city to win did villa lose the fa cup
0: Round. Yeah, I lost yes. to Fulham
2: two one. Yeah, it rested a few players, didn't they? No, oh, right. It's not a full squad. Obviously, then. it worked because they got one all in the Carabao Cup away at Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Got the away goal. They did indeed.
2: Does that still count? What the away goal? Mm. They're, they're oh. looking at maybe they they should kick the two legged affair as well of the Carabao Cup off. Play a neutral make, ground make I think it sort of, like yeah, effect, yeah, yeah. Because the fixture congestion, they you know, as much as you can make it you know less football throughout the year.
1: Yeah, it'd be good actually because I think again it then adds it's, it's to that speciality of getting to Wembley, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it's pointless. I one mean, well, yeah, we wa- I watch bits of both games, and it's kind of like you you watch the first leg half-hearted because I was, well, obviously Man City are practically through three-one away at Old Trafford, but um, you're kind of thinking either the tie's dead or you kind of you're not that excited about it because you're waiting for the second leg, and that's where it will kick off,
0: you know, so. So um, I missed the uh, City uh, United game. Um, was it full full Pretty teams?
2: like Sterling in front of goal, missing the ball. <laughs> <So> <laughs> was
0: it? Was it? Uh, did they rest players? and have loads of your reserves out on each side of the dig. Did they go for no, it? They, and they or play, did, they, Man, did Man City really dominate?
2: Well, Man City didn't play with an out-and-out striker. They played Raheem Sterling up front, right. and, he, and he had a few shots where he had air shots. He swung a miss sort of thing, and the ball hit his other foot and went behind him. So
1: um, yeah, City had a full lineup in terms of
3: yeah
2: yeah they both like I said both both sides had the best generally that they could put
1: out Bravo in goal, but I guess that's an arrangement they've had from the start. He's, he's always played yeah. in
2: the, that cup, yeah. So, um, but hmm. it, it's just uh, after Mendy came in sort of thing. You you make the odd you know players for the cup came sort of thing, but it is practically your full strength side. It's not like Liverpool playing weakened sides in the. Two cup competitions, they actually yeah. played a strong side with the odd change. Yeah. You know, just to I, freshen it up.
0: I was surprised by the amount of changes that Liverpool made in that. Really was. I, I was. To be I fair. was surprised. When um, I saw the two
1: lineups. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought it I might mean, have been a mistake. It's been with us. It's been apparent that the Premier League and Champions League are our, our priorities. Mm-hmm. We, he doesn't do anything with the domestic cups. Well, Obviously,
2: after the yeah. Villa game, and the, the route you took there, I, I kind of thought Klopp's going to get in some stick after this game, and obviously he he didn't because they won the game. Yeah, and they actually played quite well from the bits that I saw. Yeah, you know. So having said that, Everton were distinctly lacklustre. Yeah. So um, I said to you before about Ancelotti that I, I'm not sure I'd play for him these days. I'm, I've never been a big fan of his, so I I just wonder whether he can actually motivate those players. They should have left Duncan Ferguson in charge for the rest of the season. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, He's a He's the assistant. It's going to be interesting. That it's interesting <laughs> going to the bench at one point during that game and watching him talking to Ancelotti's ear, and he, he was continually talking. and Ancelotti wasn't saying much. He about had a blank it. look. And no yeah, exactly. Him. It was like it's bad enough English, but I don't understand this version of English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, So, but uh, so that, that's that's going to be an interesting partnership, I think.
0: My mum and my partner uh, both said that they don't think Ancelotti's a very good manager. They don't think he'll do very well. Um, but on the way that he continually chews his gum during a match. Yeah. So there was, you go, you have it. I was <laughs> Ferguson-esque, didn't he? Yeah, I
2: wasn't happy with that either when I went to him. I was watching it. I just don't like the way he chews gum. Yeah. So, so He can't be very good if he chews chewing gum like that. That, that looks horrible. That whole thing about why I don't like Angelotti. Because <laughs> of the way he chews
0: gum. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Works for my mum and my partner, so... Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hey, you leave women alone when they're making these decisions. You yeah. should see
1: how they pick horses. He <laughs> knows. <laughs> wins most of the time. I like that name. We'll have him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice colour outfit the jockey's wearing. <laughs> yeah. Goes well oh, with his hat.
2: Careful, we're going over a slight line here. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll tell. I will just tell you one story based on that, from because we were we were in Why town. Horse racing. Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in town one day, and uh, my partner, bless her, she turned around, and she just went. Number nine, next race. That's all it was. Number nine. I said, "What do you mean, number number nine, next race?" I want put two pounds each way. Um. So, are you, are you sure? So I just went number nine, looking at it, and it was like, um forty-five to one. Uh. Just put the bet on. Yeah. And it won. Uh. So, looking at the race. I didn't know anything about it. it was just that it was just the next race that came up, and it was horse number nine. Mm-hmm. So looking at the looking at the race, it was it turned out to be the Welsh National. Uh, the horse that was that she bet on them, was an old horse that had never won a race in its entire career. <laughs> And the only person they could find to ride it was a 16-year-old jockey hand who'd never ridden a horse properly before. And It won. <laughs> and It
3: won. It won the Welsh make, National. <laughs> make, make, a move, make a movie. Make a movie because you only see stories like absolutely. that in movies. That's,
1: absolutely.
2: Yeah. And it's like what? Yeah. Yeah. Superb.
0: <laughs> and it was just walking in town. She just suddenly went number nine. Next race. And She'd that was seen it. something in the shop,
1: and that and, was and, and, that, that's and that's very often what it is. Yeah. It was with the,
0: with that's my really partner, bless it. her. Mm-hmm.
1: A um, couple of minutes to go. Uh, just news coming in. Um, Atletico Madrid have beaten Barcelona 3 2 in the Spanish Super Cup semi final. So they'll now play Real Madrid in the final on Sunday.
0: Barcelona out? Yeah. Wow.
2: On Sunday? Yeah. That's a quick What's their
1: format of their Super Cup then? I don't know. I they how.
2: are playing in Ar- Saudi Arabia.
1: Oh, is there? Are they?
2: Yes. I think the Super Cup, the Spanish Super Cup things, is they, they've all gone over to Saudi Arabia and they're playing like the the whole match is um, um in a short period is of it time the top four they're gone possibly that, i don't know
1: so madrid played valencia yesterday didn't they mm-hmm. so i guess the top because normally it's the cup winners against the league winners isn't it it's yeah cool. so, right.
2: yeah but for for rights um they've gone over i think to saudi arabia and um they they're playing all over kind of like a week well uh, of games out the way
0: lazio so. lazio beat juventus in uh, qatar or was that or was that saudi arabia as well
2: i don't know so but you kind of think the, the That was in the Italian for Cup for, for long I don't think so Because there's always There's al- already grumbles About having to go over there And play it
1: so The scoring went That um, All the scoring happened In the second half um, Koke scored for Atletico in the 46th minute Messi then equalised In the 51st minute For Barcelona, And then they went 2-1 up After 62 minutes With Griezmann And then Maratta scored A penalty in the 81st minute And then 5 minutes later Correa scored To make it Three two eighty six. Sorry,
2: did you say Morata Murat, uh, scored? Yeah, penalty. The uh, Chelsea, Chelsea player. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, no. <laughs> no, oh, it was a penalty, was it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, no, I, d- I just, uh, I, you know, if to be fair, if the Carabao Cup games were played over in uh, Saudi Arabia, I might have become a Man City fan and gone over and watched one just to, you know. A few days in the sun. There you but go. But generally speaking, you you know you don't want to go and watch your teams. Well, yeah,
1: the time's caught up. Sorry, it, hold it for oh. next week. We can't do it now, I'm afraid. So, thanks for listening, those that have. Uh, you've been listening to PCR Sports. Uh, we'll be back again next week, and we go over the news.
2: From the Sky News Centre at nine, Boris Johnson.